0: Spoiler alert. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos.
1: So what, no fucking ZD now?
0: This week on No Fucking ZD, we're back from college in Youngstown talking about scamming the poor American taxpayers and getting a Compresso at Fortuneovs. We're just talking here. It's an all new episode of No Fucking ZD. Uh, can you uh, can you testify against your fellow podcast host? Is that a, is that allowed? I don't think so. <laughs> can you be? I can't
1: be compelled to testify against you, right? I don't think so. It, actually, at least nothing that was said in the furtherance of a podcast, <laughs> right? Okay, I okay. think that's what it is. Uh, uh, th- this cursed podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> last week we were on our way over here, and we both waited about like 400, 500 years for yeah, the train. Yeah. And it finally came. And then today I forgot my keys to the studio. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually trying to sabotage the podcast. Yeah. We're uh, yeah. When we say we want to quit the podcast, we're not joking. Yeah. And uh, don't I'm, make me do it. Yeah. Uh, but th- that won the poll this
0: week, actually. So this is the last episode. No,
1: that's uh, a how many like I want to poll on how many polls quit. The podcast has actually won. We'll have to go back and look. I'm can not we, sure. Can we poll the polls? Uh, well, yes, we can do that. I of think. course, as many people know, the polls are wrong. <laughs> that's and true. We've got our alt podcasters lying in wait. That that's very true. Yeah. Who actually, just, you know, they drive our numbers up silently. So we appreciate that. Yeah. A lot of bots online, just
0: pushing the no <laughs> fucking ZD, uh, yeah. platform. Yeah. There, there's oh, by a, the way, that's, that's, you're listening to no <laughs> fucking ZD. Uh.
1: There's, there's actually, there's a guy in like Moldova who has a news site that right, only yeah. shits on other podcasts. Yeah. We owe almost all of our popularity to that guy. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks dude. AV club going down in flames <laughs> when <laughs> NFZ guys release secret document. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are NFC and, uh, We are
0: here to talk about watching too much television, which could be the alternate title for this podcast, I guess.
1: I think that maybe, I mean, let's do a poll on this. Maybe we shouldn't (laughs) um, about uh, whether or not we should do a spinoff podcast after this is done. Called watching too much television. That's not a bad idea. That's real not a bad idea where we just talk about this episode
0: every single week. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's what I mean by a spin-off. Right.
1: This <laughs> this episode over and over again.
0: I'm sure there's plenty of new things to find every week for, yeah. for the rest of our lives. Easter eggs. Yes, exactly. As it
1: were. And we can we can we can watch it on different formats. We can find it on laser. True. Maybe. Yep, yep. we can go back to SD, just see what we, you know, might
0: have missed when it was in S D and yep, then compare yep, that yep. to HD and then
1: see what it how it feels to watch it in a strip club. Club?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they love it when you come in with your own TV, uh,
1: <laughs> like like an elementary
0: school. The TV that's kind of strapped down to the thing that you wheel just around. Bring the cart yeah, in. Just walk right up to a strip club with that and watch
1: educational television. Uh, how fucking funny would it be if they were all hanging out in that opening scene at the Bing and like someone wheeled one of those in? Like we got a video to show you. <laughs> they plug it in and everyone sits on the floor. <laughs> it's just like a, sh- a shitty poly compilation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, welcome back, Polly. By the way, um, welcome back, Polly. It finally ha- we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, we, we'd heard it was
0: going to happen yeah yeah we even said that it happened a couple times when it didn't happen uh, But Polly, uh paulie galtieri paul walnuts is finally back uh in soprano world out of youngstown um the actor tony sirico uh finally over his back surgery so
1: uh so so you know what happens when guys in the mafia have a back problem you know could be he was uh doing a little informant actually he was right. for for johnny sack yep yeah he quite
0: literally was um yep. Yeah, so they they throw him a party and uh, he pretty much gets right. It's Polly all the way, he gets right back to complaining about money instantly. Uh, his song is a uh, is a Frank Sinatra song about Frank Sinatra's daughter Nancy, which is strange.
1: Yeah, and, and we a, don't know why. One of the fun, one of the funniest lines of that scene is Bacala going, "Why is this his song? <laughs> like, like what the fuck? I wonder why it is. I I wonder why he's so upset about it. That's what I'm more interested. I mean, who knows why it's his song? Yeah. I mean, maybe he just doesn't, I mean, I, I don't know that the lyrics apply a lot to him because no. clearly marriage and that thing don't jive. Ex- yeah, exactly. You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's it's just a typical poly, uh, uh contradiction there, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's back. He doesn't have like a huge part this episode, um, but you know. He, he obviously is still talking to Johnny Sacks, so that's still going on. At
1: the River Cafe. I want to go there someday.
0: Is that where that is? That's on the Jersey side, right? No, no, that's on the New York side
1: looking at Jersey, right? No, it's under the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, it is? Looking at uh, Manhattan, I believe. Oh, I see. Okay. Or maybe looking at Brooklyn. I think, uh, no, no, no. It's in downtown Brooklyn. It is. Okay. Yeah. By, uh, the bridge,
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of two bridges, or one I guess of, three, really. uh No, two. We're um, told. Yeah, yeah uh, it does look nice. I mean, and I love Johnny Sack's like kind of purple Joker suit that he's wearing in that in that uh, scene. By the way, <laughs> he kind of look
1: like the Joker, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I've I've wanted to go there for a long time, and like from the first time I saw that episode, I looked up where it was. Oh, is this this is like a, a is like a famous place. I've actually I don't think I well, knew it's, where it it's was. A, it's a well known restaurant, and I've walked down there like, more recently in the last couple of years and, like, seen the, seen the sign. Gotcha. And it's it, it looks pretty fancy. But the thing that, like, kind of got me away from it was... It was twofold. One, I looked it up, and jackets are required. Nice. And I don't think they mean, like, you Adora know, a, win, a windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and right. the, the second thing, it's one of those, like... You know, I never see this when I'm looking up a restaurant because I'm pretty good at staying in my lane in mm-hmm. this life, but it's one of those like $4 sign price ranges Oh on, yes, on, on, Yelp on Google or, whatever, or, Youp, yeah. or Google or you right. <laughs> <Youp. laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, and so I immediately saw that and I was just like, refresh, refresh, never mind. Yeah. Let's <laughs> like, <laughs> like close this window. Well,
0: maybe um, we'll start a Kickstarter to get us to go to the River, River Cafe and we'll wear the same outfits that they wear in that
1: scene. And I, I call the
0: purple suit. <laughs> okay,
1: fine. Cool. I, what's Paul poly- <laughs> It's like a sweater with a jacket. I like.
0: think he just has a nice textured blazer. Uh, <laughs> is that yeah. what they call that? Is that is that a technical no
1: term? Textured blazer. <laughs> it looks like houndstooth, maybe. I, dude, I I love a good blazer. That's one of those things. Like I'm I'm good on my like my suit thing is is working okay. Mm-hmm, you know I've mm-hmm. like spilled a couple of things and mm-hmm. got them dry cleaned and they're, they they look fine. So I think I'm officially good on like the suit to wear to a funeral slash wedding. Mm-hmm. One think of the, our funerals. I think the, yeah, <laughs> I think that the next step in life is a is a blazer or a sport coat. Just a nice blazer. Just a, you know, just yeah. like I'm a college professor trying to get laid. Yeah, exactly. Vibe, oh, you so know, the elbow I mean? pads and everything. Then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like a pipe.
0: The pipe right yeah you need the pipe you need and well you also need to get you know, the, your master's and become a professor but we'll get you there and, and pants <laughs> another kickstarter we could probably start is to get evan a master's degree and become a tenured professor at a university i'm just, I'm
1: just trying to bolster my tinder page that's, right. that's mostly sure. it sure, you know? sure so like i'll i'll probably take a picture of myself holding my diploma <laughs> right you know or like grading a paper just be yeah. like i'm done let's hang <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, all right. So Polly, Polly's. Uh, yeah, you're right. He
0: is informing. We have two informants in this episode. Uh, both Adriana and Polly. But that, Pauly, that, that we've talked about. Yeah, but Polly doesn't seem anywhere near as stressed out about it, and he's not trying to marry Johnny Sack, as far as
1: we know. No, I but, don't think so. And I don't. And I mean, he's he's. He, this isn't his first time around the block with getting <laughs> getting arrested, as mm. we know. So he knows how to handle things. He's not like coming right. out of jail all fucked up and weird. That's true. Like Richie Aprile.
0: Right. But he did want some good and plenties. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you know, he gets out. he's, He's immediately mad about the money, and then he goes to Johnny Sack, and he's just mad that, like, Tony never called
1: him, you know, and... And and all kinds of pissed about it. You can even see in the scene when they first talk, like he's saying stuff about the gun in Youngstown and you can see Tony just like trying to let the conversation pass by and not Mm. be like, yeah, I'm glad you didn't kill that guy. We just made a bunch of money from a, you know, this and that. Yeah. He's like, he says, he says very little in that scene. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know why Tony didn't go and visit him in Youngstown. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it wasn't because he didn't care.
0: Yeah. He can't really, I mean, the boss of the family, I guess, can't really do that, right? And and so I'm told. Just too too much visibility. And yeah, yeah. I guess you don't want to connect or, you know, be connected to Polly in jail and, and all that.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Maybe they try and take them both down.
0: Yeah. And also, let's be honest. I mean, like, you know, this, uh, as we've talked about a, a bunch, this whole idea of honor in the mafia is like, you know kind of depends on the, on the situation and yeah, I, a, I don't see Polly going to visit anybody in jail you know unless it directly benefit you know directly lined his pocket or benefited him in some way i totally know? agree yeah so like i think it's a lot of bullshit that, that he's like all upset about this it's just Polly being super sensitive and uh, you know, one of the old ladies,
1: basically. <laughs> he is. He really is. I he mean, is. He seems kind of bummed out. You mm-hmm. know, but that's okay because he's back. Yeah, he's back. We, we were kinda, bummed out. We were bummed. Yeah, big time. It's it's really
0: nice that he's back. We 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 played his song as we walked in to the <laughs> studio today, and just both slowly stopped. Um, yeah. it's kind of weird that Tony doesn't ever put it together that it's. Or hasn't yet, I guess, put it together that it was Polly who, uh, who's telling Johnny Sack all this stuff. Like you think it, at this point, like through elimination, he would have figured it out. Right.
1: I guess so. But I guess he doesn't know all that, all that has been kind of disclosed to him. Right. So, yeah. So we've got the joke, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, and then some of the HUD scan or not the HUD scam,
0: but the, the, the uh, Zellman
1: thing, the original Zellman stuff. Right. That like, uh, that Tony lined up at Italianissimo, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm. for the Galleria or whatever. Mm hmm. Right. Um, yeah, something like the, the, a few episodes back, he meets with Zelman at Italianissimo,
0: right? Yeah. And he didn't really include Johnny sack in that. And then, then also made more money than he said he was going to make. Cause he took one of the, one of juniors houses on a, right. On a Freeling Right. That's what I was going to say. Something else. Right. Right. Cause I'm dumb. <laughs> um, Yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
1: so so it's those two things, and then now Polly is dropping breadcrumbs about this HUD scam, right? Oh yeah, right, because because Johnny says, you know, no, no, we got to figure it out, and Polly's like, eh, it's a different thing, right? And Polly, like, for all the praise we give him as being a really solid mafioso, mm-hmm. you know, like he and Tony are among the top level, like knowing how to handle things, still too. Yeah, uh, he. Do you think he truly doesn't realize that he's, you know? Dropping a lot of a lot of kind of incendiary stuff here.
0: Well, I think like he does actually, because doesn't he? He kind of changes halfway through that scene where he's like, "Listen, I mean, you know, we get together and we talk, but it, it's just kind of talk, you know." Like, yeah. he, like he sort of like tries to walk it back, and you know. But it's do you already- think he
1: says that because he he? It's like re- a little reverse psychology. He wants to. He like kind of wants Johnny to. To, to run it up the ladder and put a little pressure on Tony because he's trying to get back at him a little bit. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, because if he knows, then maybe he doesn't say anything from the beginning if he doesn't want them to know. If he doesn't want them to know about the scam the or HUD the, stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he definitely wants, he definitely wants to like drive them apart a little bit and, yep. you know, yeah, I guess kind of bust Tony here. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's definitely for selfish reasons, but I, I do think that like, as much as Polly's capable of feeling, like, guilty about something, like, he sort of does in that scene where he's like, hey, listen, by the way, or he's not really guilty, but he's just like, oh, shit, like, actually, what if I get in trouble here? That's right. That's something terrible happens. Right, yeah, I think you know?
1: that that is, that's a, he's he's smart, but he's not smart Yeah, <laughs> at the same time. Because <laughs> even if he is trying to play Johnny Sack, Johnny Sack is the one that's playing him, like, in right. the long run, you know? Yeah. Commine sends his love, you know? Yep. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, Johnny Sacks like uh, a big fish in a big pond and Polly's just not really a, uh, you know. He's half a wise guy. He's half a wise, He's wise just guy. A wise
1: guy.
0: <laughs> hey. uh, I love that. We're half
1: a podcast. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> uh, do you want to try and attempt to understand this HUD scam? <laughs> because this whole yeah, thing so is I all think kind I, of. Uh, I, I think I get it. I, yeah, I think so too. But it's weird, right? I mean,
1: yeah. So I mean, first of all, shout out to to cousin uh, cousin Brian, cousin Brian, yeah, who. Is like get, getting his training wheels off a little bit in terms of hanging out with them. Yeah, like he has a great when, time at the bank. Yeah, even when he says to Polly, he's like, just back from college, huh? <laughs> he's like, tr- he's like trying to break balls. <laughs> the, the, the look that Polly gives him, just like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, was he trying to break balls or did
0: was is Brian just super innocent and like believe that Polly went off to college somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and was like getting his master's or something or like, like taking University courses? University of
1: Phoenix with Shaq. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, honestly, I, I wasn't sure. I watched that yesterday and was just kind of like, It could go either way for me.
1: I I don't know. I think it's one of those things where uh, he was trying to do that like sarcastic mafia thing. Okay, just didn't just didn't land it quite right. Maybe and maybe it was like too. Like when Tony goes in the watch, he goes, "It's a music box." You know, like he's trying to have that kind of moment. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Maybe
1: he just doesn't. He's not. He's not. good at it no (laughs) to say the least (laughs) no he's not he's too much of like a party animal for this space he's like gotten a taste of it and he's like this is the fucking best yeah right my job's so boring yeah
0: he's in now yeah totally um has a great time with the bing wakes up with no pants on on the stage at the end by the way what
1: must he have been doing yeah
0: and i have to i i have to give credit i forget the the commenter's name now but Mm. there was a commenter on the av club article about this episode that pointed out like when he's when brian sits up on the stage he like he like finishes in the same pose as the like the Bing girl, like you know, the outline of the girl on the bada bing sign. Oh really? Yeah, like he like I guess he looks like pretty similar to that, the way he's like sitting up when he when he first wakes up. Just, you know, kind of comparing the two, I guess he's just like another horror basically. You Damn. know? Like <laughs> just, just just getting in with tony and doing it for the money and for the girls and for all that stuff and yeah just totally you know in this little morality play soul to soul
1: we really got to watch these episodes we should yeah <laughs> one of these days we're gonna sit down
0: and watch this I, we've gotten through almost halfway through the credits and they, they look great they, they look, look really great
1: really amazing yeah. sometimes they sometimes they seem a little quicker but you yeah know, yeah i don't know yeah uh yeah, like cousin Brian's having a great time. Okay, so the way the HUD scam works, as far as I understand, mm-hmm. is, oh, by the way, like, you ever wake up at a, after a party and, like, the people you don't want to hang out are the ones that want to go get breakfast? Yeah. That's how I imagine Tony feeling when Ralph is like, yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah, it's like, fuck, you know? Yeah. I like, know, just me and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do something. Yeah. Um but so what happens is someone buys these shit box houses mm-hmm. like in the hood and like, and so the front man is Dr. Uh, Dr. Dr. Freed. Dr. Penis penis. Right. Dr. Penis. The prick Fried. Doctor, right. Yeah, <laughs> the, the prick doctor. And um, essentially Dr. Freed buys these houses because he's a cajillionaire, mm-hmm. or, or we're supposed to believe. Right. And he uh, basically then, well, and then someone from a charity right such as uh what's i can't remember names today uh maurice maurice right Runs a, uh, the yeah. black guy right uh he comes by and he says you know we're, we're gonna con- we want to buy these houses because we're gonna convert them for like working class families and blah 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 right and so they get hud to get behind it and guarantee the loan Right. So HUD is spe- essentially like co-signing. So then the money, so they get, so that company gets the mortgage, buys the houses for, for probably a lot, for basically a lot more than, than Whatever. Dr. Freed paid for them. And then they all split that up and then they split that up. And then Maurice's company quote unquote drops the ball.
0: Gotcha. And that's it. Gotcha.
1: And then everybody walks away. Right. You know, <laughs> so like the team that they have put together, it's, it's amazing how fast they move on this. Mm. That's what kind of blows my mind. I mean, even, you know, Brian is just like, you did it. Yeah. And it's like such a quick turnaround. He's getting this watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like a little wonky though. I mean, I don't know how much time is supposed to go by on this episode. It's got to be
1: at least a month
0: because, like, yeah. you can't
1: buy a house and then flip it in a week, right? Yeah. It's not legal, I think.
0: Well, and also, like, Adriana's wedding comes together. Well, I mean, we'll talk about this in the second half, but like, all that stuff comes together super, either super fast or this is taking place over like a pretty big amount of time. I guess it's I'm. I, I guess
1: I'm willing to, to assume that it takes a while, like you yeah. know, at least a couple of months, because you know, buying houses and stuff like that just takes a long time. So you got to assume, you know, you got to find places and and yada, yada, yada and all that stuff. So yeah, I think that we can assume that there's a good amount of time that goes by. Also like how many times a week is, is Adriana really meeting with the FBI? You know, like once maybe, if that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like they it's a slow process. Yeah. There's no way they're like having like daily meetings with her. That would be impossible.
0: Yeah. Cause there's nothing really like building as far as they know yet on the mafia side, you know, exactly. There's, are um,
1: still kind of like grooming her, I guess. Right. And
0: figuring out what the, what kind of case they could bring, but they don't have anything yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, so anyway, I mean the, the HUD scam, like I obviously had to think of like, when we went and saw David chase at the the vulture, TV Fest, um, talking about just like how these guys just sit around and just all they think about is what they can scam, how they can scam and who they can scam. You right, know? exactly. Um, so, and that's just exactly what happens here. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy to see just how much of a vulture Tony is, you know, and it's his whole talk about being a businessman and getting maximum value, like all they think about. And the only thing that really motivates them to do anything is scamming, <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah, exactly. Because like, there are totally legit ways to make money.
0: Yeah, in the world. But like I, like you know, I'll get excited about certain projects that I work on at work. But like nothing has me just like going, going, going the way a, a scam does for them, you know. Like yeah, like as soon as they hear about it, Tony's like the wheels are already in motion. He's going over the to the, the spa with the guys to like figure it out. You know, I
1: know it's crazy. <laughs> and like Brian, like just thinks that he's like. They're just, they're, they're just talking until they're not, you know yeah, what I mean? Like right. it starts so innocently where Ralphie's like, yeah, you got any advice for me? You know, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know. buy land. Right. I'm like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, also a uh, weird cut in that diner scene, right? When like, when Brian's going to, he's starting to explain the, how the scam works. and it just like cuts to outside. Like, I, is that, are they trying to hide some details so that the average person doesn't try the scam or is it just too boring?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. I think that it's just one of those things where it's like, maybe it speaks to the point that you were making where like to to the naked eye, it's three dudes like sitting mm. up by skyways as they say, Mm. you know, and like They're just, you know, they're just having steak and eggs and whatever. And like, that's true. They're just talking here. You know what I mean? True, true. But like it, it went from this like hyper casual conversation to this way of subverting money out of the federal government, (laughs) like a large scale. Right. Yeah. And the poor taxpayers. So I think that that's one of those, I think that that's, that's one of those things where they're just like, first of all, I think it's just boring, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the meat of the conversation, my favorite part is Ralphie, you know, there's more families for these guys. There's more programs for these goddamn deadbeats. I swear to Christ. And I'm just like, Trump vote, Trump vote. Yeah. <laughs> they,
0: they don't, they don't realize that they're exploiting all these people. And that's kind of why they need some help. But, can you yeah, imagine, you know. can you
1: imagine this fucking election? Like Ralphie and Ralph, Ralphie and Polly are probably like to hell with them. Trump. Yeah. You know, and then Tony's kind of like, I yeah, that might be with her, you know, like, <laughs>
0: like more reasonable. Yeah, no, definitely be Patsy. Patsy would be
1: with her. <laughs> yeah with her uh, Chr- i think chrissy's like playing footsie with yeah. the libertarian party a little yeah. bit <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> he doesn't chrissy's really get a it big jill stein fan yeah, i think exactly. that would be <laughs> fucking hilarious yeah no, she seems good you know i mean she's a woman but you know
0: well i guess they would all have a problem with that that's true yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been strange to watch the show. I, I, I don't know if we can really get into this, but I have, I have a theory actually that in, in some ways like Tony Soprano, Don Draper, Walter White, they all actually kind of led to a Trump presidency, I think in some way. And, uh, that's a long conversation. We don't have to get into it, but I think that the, uh, morally ambiguous alpha male that we've all been watching on HBO for the past 15 years is, uh, has influenced the culture. Let's say that.
1: So totally duplicitous. Yeah. yeah especially
0: for a guy who uh, feels like he came in at the end and things were better back then.
1: Hey, that's so pretty good. That's out there uh, in this house. It's yes. 1955. <laughs> uh, I, I think that, uh, I think you might be right, but you're right. We shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're going to move on.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, the scam. Yeah. So the, that, that's a, uh, that cut is awkward. We'll, we'll, uh, but then we do a
1: little awkward. I mean, it's an awkward place in the conversation. I will say that.
0: Yeah. Um, but then we do get more details. Like we get details kind of slowly and we don't really need to know all the details anyway, but we, you know, Ralphie explains a little bit, a little bit more in the, uh, in the sauna. And uh, then, it looks like a
1: cool Schwitz. I want to go there and discuss. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know some serious business. Maybe
1: we should maybe we should do a podcast in the Schwitz, just wearing towels. Just like echoes all over the place, and well, <laughs> the yeah, mics just melt eventually. You're right, our, our production our production quality would drop a, a, a bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's a very high end podcast. Huge, huge. Excuse me. Um actually that makes me remember some of the comments we got like right at the beginning. Some people said, like, wow, I thought this was gonna sound like shit because like <laughs> you guys seem like amateurs, but this is
0: okay. Yeah, not so bad. Not so <laughs> bad. We did someone did ask us to mix it up at one point, which we did, because I was like turning it down. <laughs> I was like, Oh, our voices are too loud and then I realized I was doing it all wrong. <laughs> uh um, it's okay. It's our first podcast. Exactly. Um we do wear the towels, we're just not in a schvitz, but we're both sitting here wearing towels and flip flops. and freezing. Masks. Yeah. Um, um, I really want to someday go back through all the podcasts and figure out like all the things we said that we're wearing and and the environment that we're in. And in our private conversations. Right. Yeah. Um but uh so yeah, I mean the HUD scam it works essentially, you know, this episode at least. Um, you know, Maurice and Assemblyman Zellman have uh have some moral problems with it, maybe kinda, sort of.
1: Yeah, they're I mean, you find out about the history of these guys and how, you know, Zellman is like a fully formed, like fucking like, corrupt politician, yeah. basically. Yeah. He's a total Nowhere huckster. Headed. Right. And, like, he he has no problem with this. And he's just a politician through and through. Like, even on, even in Christopher, when Tony's like trying to lean on him to get, get this, uh, this protest taken down, mm-hmm. he still goes into politician mode. He goes, I'll be, I'll be at the Italian Pride Parade. You've got, or I'll be at the Columbus Day Parade. Mm-hmm. You've got my support there. Yeah. And he's just like, he's a really good, he's a good politician, but he's, right. so he's, so, so corrupt. He's really crooked. Yeah, yeah. But Um, he brings Maurice in because he's like, you know, a logical answer, but the more we find out about the history of these guys, the more I'm just like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, and that's like another awkward part of the episode. Like, Mm -hmm. that conversation they have at the Bing where they're talking about, you know, when they were young and idealistic, it's like a little too on the nose, a little too, like, morale, you know, tale of morality kind of thing, or,
1: yeah, it's just yeah. It's one of those things we could have assumed was going on in the subtext. Yeah. Without that scene is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but interesting, you know, I mean, it's, it's still sort of interesting to watch, but of course, like sort of, sort of,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: I know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying. I agree. Um, the more interesting Zellman story is, is, uh, Irina who's, who's, uh, Irina, Irina, whatever. Um, who's, uh, who's, who's back. And, um, Oh yeah. Tony's, Says he has no problem with them dating, but, uh, that does, uh, by the end of the episode Im- things immediately
1: have changed. when he tells Tony, you're just like, Whoop. yeah. Yeah. Cause like how often was he going to go to Zellman's house anyway? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, there's no way he didn't just show up at Zellman's house. Like, you know wh- whether he realizes it or not because of that, you know, he's, he's curious. Yeah. Oh, in this episode?
0: Yeah, he yeah, of course, shows up just to see if she's there. You know, yeah. like, there's... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, why would Tony, like, risk that, you know? Like, what if some other person from the New Jersey state government is at that house when Tony shows up, you know? That looks all yeah. kinds of bad.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah, you kind of have an idea something, something bad's going to come of this. Yeah. Um, it's a great scene at the end, though, when something finally does happen,
1: I have to say. It's really, it's like, it's kind of scary, but then it's less scary. It's more of like a punishment. Yeah. But it's like fucking crazy. I mean, he's like accosting a U.S. government yeah. or representative. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a new line for him. And it also is one other notch in the belt of us being wrong about Tony never beating anyone up again. That's true. For like the 400th <laughs>
0: time. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're often wrong.
1: How many episodes ago did we say that? And how many times has it happened since? Yeah, I don't know. I think like four four or five at least. Yeah. And
0: it's definitely going to happen a couple more times, I think, too.
1: No, definitely uh, not. <laughs> this, this is it. it. We're it. saying now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's no more violence yeah. in The Sopranos.
0: Um, yeah, that's a crazy scene. He's like weirdly, I hate to say this, but like Tony's like weirdly smart about it he you know doesn't hit him on the face and like kind of knows like how to keep it covered up but maximum punishment there
1: and maximum humiliation too yeah. he's like whipping him with a belt yeah it's kind of he's kind of cuckolding him yeah a it's kind bit. of like
0: i'm the daddy here which is a weird thing to say out loud he <laughs> but, is the daddy but, but yeah but it's i you know it's it's just um i like it for a couple of reasons like for one i actually like i i mean i like that tony gets so sentimental just hearing that song it's like kind of one of the things i just love about the show it's like it always it's always making yeah. fun of people who like And it happens to me, too. I'll hear a song and get nostalgic and then just, you know act like an idiot or, or something, but, but Jumbo Wumba. Yeah. Anytime I hear that. Um, but I, I just, I just love that. Like it's, it's, it's so just universal. Like these, these dumb yeah. things. It's like Carmela watching commercials and crying and Tony listening to his songs and crying. And then, um, the yep. funeral from Jackie's funeral from season three, everyone just crying about this kid that they just killed. You know, people are just kind of full of shit.
1: And, <laughs> totally. Uh, Tony and like is, he hasn't know. thought about Irina in a really long time. Yeah. I love how she will continually wreak havoc I know. in this series, you know, yeah. Yeah. uh, really Really cause a lot of trouble
0: yeah but Tony like Ralph is going to say in the next couple episodes I think that he's like a dog with two bones you know like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you a <or> catches me <laughs> um but, uh, so I like that. And then I don't know, the Zelman things just it, like, th- is he trying to be Tony? Like, is he thinking of himself as tougher and like, like it's, it's a weird choice for him to go t- for Irina, you know? I know I would stay the fuck
1: away. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, for, you, no Chrissy doubt. comes into this particular issue in season six, I want to say. Yeah. Right. And, um, and it basically came down to whether or not Tony had fucked her or not. Right. And he was like, Oh, well, I mean, they have this, he has this conversation with, uh, with what's his name. The guy who's really good at forging documents. Mm. Um, I wanted to call him reek, but I'm getting everything mixed up here. <laughs> I have Alzheimer's. I <laughs> game with <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, he, uh, you know, he said the line was, if he planted the flag, I'd back off, you know? Mm, right, and, right. 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 Tony definitely planted the flag a couple of times with arena. You know what <laughs> a I mean? Couple,
0: just a couple times. And yeah. I think
1: he also maybe, do you think it upset him more that Zellman is like, no, no, no. It's not just like a fuck buddy thing. Mm. You know, like I left my wife and like, we're a thing. I care for her very much. And like, she's taking English as a second language courses. Mm. Like Zellman's definitely way better to her than Tony ever was. Probably.
0: Maybe. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Pro- I mean, almost definitely, you know, um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But I also think it's just kind of like it's a bullshit feeling when you're when you're feeling sentimental, you know, like it doesn't mean anything. You're just like, you know, reminiscing about the past. Like he's just imagining like there's this great relationship he had with Irina and how much he, I mean, he thinks suddenly he loves her again kind of thing. And yeah, yeah he doesn't care about Irina. No, you know? he does.
1: And for all the, for all the shit that he says to like Gloria, like what, what do you think? i lived in a freezer before I met you. Mm. I think in his head, he imagines that Irina now lives in a freezer. Right. Literally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and
1: like, doesn't talk to anyone and doesn't have sex with anyone. Yeah, probably. And, um, it seems like, uh, I mean, her acting in in that scene where she's like about to go and make some egg salad is like really, really good. She's like very like it's very coy, you know, but like not overtly so. Like, like when he
0: first shows up at the apartment, yeah, yeah right.
1: and and she's like, "Hello, Tony," you know. Like, <laughs> she's so What's good. She's real And then Zelman is still being Zelman. He's like, "You hungry?" Yeah. Like, and there's no way Zelman wants him to stick around for an egg salad sandwich. You yeah, know?
0: absolutely not. But he's terrified of Tony. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, he's terrified of Tony, but I think also wants to be Tony. Cause then like, you know, Tony in that scene gives him the, the spiel about like, you want the $7,000 to come out of your end. And then he immediately goes and says it to Maurice. And suddenly he's a big tough guy with the tough guy's girlfriend. And that's, you know, true. He's, like, that's living true. This fan- it's like cu- kind of like cousin Brian, like living this little fantasy for a second, but not wanting to go too far.
1: Yeah. And like, and kind of not being able to hold it down when it comes time to really like stand up to Tony. Exactly. He, there's, he's definitely no match. I mean, yeah. And, uh, I forgot what I was going to say, ok. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's one of those things where, like, he just never stops being a politician mm-hmm. and he's good at it. And he wants like certain aspects of it, but you know, but Oh, what I was going to say was that's actually something that the show does really well, where mm-hmm. it's usually Tony taking something that someone says and immediately rolling it over to someone else. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and usually getting it wrong. Yeah. yeah but Like yeah. when Zellman does it, he actually says it right. And he puts the pressure on Maurice kind of properly. Yeah, true. <laughs> and forces Maurice to kind of do like basically the most tragic thing in this whole yeah. episode. Yeah. That's which a, is that's a rough scene. Yeah. It, the the scene itself is rough. And also like, I love the detail that they drive up in like a really nice Volvo. Like mm. clearly these are like kids like from the suburbs or something like that, that yeah, he's like paying right. yeah. to do this. And it's just literally like, as if it wasn't enough doing this HUD scam, he's like literally going against like all of the good work he's done in his life. Right. And, uh, and by, you know, by, by, by commissioning these kids essentially to commit the types of acts of violence that he's like spent his life pushing against.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like really a yeah, bummer. The violence is brutal. And like the decision itself is pretty brutal too. And yeah. And, and really tragic. Yeah.
1: Um, Also shout out to that actor who plays the crackhead who gets shot in the crotch. Yeah. Um, He's (laughs) in, he's in always sunny and he's in like the first or second episode of always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I'd have to go back and watch. Really? Yeah. He's, he's, he's a really great actor. I, 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 he's around like every now and then I'm sure he's been in like a billion law and order episodes, but (laughs) uh, I forget his name, but he's, he's really, really good.
0: Okay. I'll have to go back and check. I haven't watched this. sunny in a long time, but it's the one where
1: it's the one where they turn the place into a club and Mm -hmm. and he's like my sister down there. Like, and they're like, do you mean your sister? or your <laughs> sister he's like i mean my sister <laughs> like, <laughs> oh and then it turns out he's gay that's the thing uh, okay, okay it was a okay, good okay. episode of always sunny ringing some bells yeah. uh yeah
0: well he's, he's he's good in this one too yeah really good. um they, they don't always portray you know like the that kind of situation so great on the sopranos you know no um certainly not like not as good as the, the wire will have done, will do it better. in like the, the year after this or something like that, or that year.
1: Yeah. I um, like how this isn't sugarcoated though, because yeah. like there are some scenes where they deal with, with gangsters and like that, that type of like black gangsters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't kind of paint a very reasonable picture of them. Like the mm-hmm. guys who are trying to whack Tony in season one mm-hmm. boys to men as right. it were. Right. Uh, and then also the guys who they wind up, paying and then and then stopping from whacking uh, Carmine right coming up later yeah. on yeah, you know not right. the mo- not the most professional guys but in, in, in some way or another this crackhead dude is like the most honorable like kind of relatable like character from the ghetto that they've had I yeah think. he's not very one there's there's something that he brings to it where it's like he's just trying to get by you know right and it's yeah. and it's awful but I don't know. There's something in there that they did right where it's like it's relatable in the sense that like this is a situation that they're in and, and like in many ways like a product of of where they come from. It's not just this like one dimensional, like black crackhead. Right. Right, right. True. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and I mean, you know, like, again, you could argue that like a lot of their problems are coming from people like Tony and Zellman or just totally exploiting them. And then, totally. Yeah. Uh, you know, stealing the copper from the house and, and uh, just. <sighs> scamming 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 it's just uh yeah it's 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 crazy
1: and then that kid asks zelman if if a nice house is going to be put in there yeah. and <laughs> zelman's like no <laughs> no sorry kid no no houses Scram, kid. Scram. fuck that. yeah
0: um, all right, well let's uh, let's wrap it up for the first half here. We get to c- come back and we'll talk uh, Adriana and uh, and watching too much television, and uh, we'll we'll figure out if we can testify against each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, we got to go see that lawyer because he, he seemed pretty cool. I, he's I like straight shooter. Yeah, I like when a lawyer loosens his tie like that. It Means that he's <laughs> right. really like having a rough
0: day. It's a bunch of files on his desk just piling up. <laughs> yeah. Loosening that tie, piling up. All right, uh, we will be back. This is no fucking ZD.
1: No fucking ZD is brought to you by
0: some good and plenty. Freak with Grams, her grandmother, and that's how Dawson met her. Um, I'll explain later, though. Uh, welcome back to No Fucking CD. I love the Beatles. <laughs> Great Beatles song there. Um, Adriana. Let's get right into it. The title booyah of the episode. She's still a booyah hottie. Or
1: don't transfer me now.
0: <laughs> and um, the title of the episode comes from, I mean, really comes from her her story. It's about us. It's, well, <laughs> right. It's, it's also about us. They, they knew ahead of time. Um she, uh, you know, she's, uh, the, 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 vice is, is, is getting tighter. Let's say, um, the one on her nuts on her nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's, she's feeling the pressure even more now and really looking for a way out. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's part tragic part. Uh, no, it's, it's mostly tragic actually. It's all tragic.
1: Yeah. She's a, she's a confused kid. Yeah. What yeah. I want to know is she goes to see this attorney. Mm-hmm. It sounds like she told him what's going on. Right, but she wore the FDNY hat. <laughs> yeah, so of course. Oh, yeah.
0: Great disguise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so he, he has no idea.
1: Did she have to go buy that hat? or uh... no, They were
0: everywhere up? I- Post nine eleven, I think. You could get I know, it. but was
1: it just like in the closet, or did she have to go buy it specifically for this meeting, and then she like threw it away like a burner?
0: Yeah, I, probably. <laughs> I can see her holding up like a couple hats at the store and be like, "No, no, no, this one. This is the one. <laughs> this <laughs> this one <laughs> is the best disguise. They'll Everybody think, has this one. Yeah, they'll think I'm actually part of FDNY." She didn't go with the "Make America Great Again." I noticed. No, no, that wasn't that hadn't been made yet. She's, um, a, she's
1: a Kucinich voter. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, I mean, she she's watching uh, an old um, oh, I forget the name of the show now but it's a it's a bochco show uh it's a, it was like it's not uh, melrose place no not melrose place not but beverly it, hills it was uh we'll have to we'll look it up and we'll get back to you next week on that um but it was a you know it was a crime drama that actually kind of sounds like it was way ahead of its time because they were trying to do like a really serialized show murder one murder one that's what it was yes um i used the internet Perfect. We have internet connection here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But she gets this idea from this really dramatic climax of the show that, that if she marries Christopher, that she cannot be compelled to testify against him in a court of law sounds wrong sounds immediately wrong yeah i mean i mean well it sounds right if all you do is sit on your couch and watch watch fictional accounts of uh of of courtroom dramas (laughs) and do drugs and do drugs and uh and drink some red wine that doesn't help um yeah i mean she's living in a fantasy world um kind of thinking that like more than usual right yeah kind of thinking that she has a way out here and it's
1: just not gonna work and uh you know now she's really stuck i guess She's having a lot of trouble because she, I mean, she kind of like stays in denial. Right. Basically till the end of her life. Right. You know, that, that this is going to work out, that there's going to be some clean way that this ends. Mm-hmm. She's never seen the show before, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if yeah. she was a Sopranos fan, she would see, yeah. Adriana, mm. with this podcast, it's all here for you, you know, <laughs> we'll tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, you know, she, she goes to see this attorney, which is a smart move on her part. Finally, bravo. Right. Who does not tell her to just take the Coke charge. True. You know what? She, she duked this guy like 200 bucks and he's giving her like real deal advice. Yeah. But at the same time, like, how was this not part of the conversation that he goes, let's take a step back. Like, why do you have to, why are you under their control? Like, why Mm -hmm. do you have to testify? And, um, or maybe she asked it generally, maybe she didn't say anything about being an informant or being, being pinched on like some drug charges yeah. and stuff. My friend, my friend, well, maybe she was just <laughs> like, I think my, you know, my boyfriend's the subject of an OC investigation. Like I need to know if getting married will right. preclude me from testifying.
0: Yeah. I'm sure she gave him the broad strokes, but not the finer details. <laughs> I love those broad strokes. Adriana. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah it is first of all it is it is smart that she actually went to an expert because uh, you know at that point in the episode she's seen one tv show tell her that she can't and then a friend of her
1: told her that she could based on a both tv of, show that she had watched both of which are the, you know <laughs> yeah this friend really seems like an expert <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely yeah right up there with Botchko. yeah
0: also adriana just kind of walking around t- saying this to people like to her friend and doesn't she even mention it to someone else in the episode like i can't testify if i'm married to him like no one's Like, well, why are you worried about testifying,
1: Adriana? Yeah, like no one, no one picked up on that. First of all, the mafia doesn't exist, right? Second of all, second of all, like, well, it's like she says it to her friend, like, and I can't testify. Yeah, like, (laughs) like like the sex is going to get
0: better, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Cool, right? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a failed, it's it's a bad idea from the from the beginning. Um, not unlike marrying Christopher in the first place. Um, yeah, you know or being with or him or just be, exactly or being with him at all. Yeah. Uh, which we get reminded of big time in this episode when he really flips out about both of her uteruses uh, <laughs> being punctured. Um, so, uh, oh,
1: this, this poor girl, she's yeah. had, she's had a tough life. I mean, she kids a thoroughbred, but mm. like, boy, oh boy. Like, it sounds like she's had some bad luck. You know what I mean? And like, I guess no more than your average person, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean that whole, that whole uterus pierced thing, that's, that's really scary and sad, Mm -hmm. but like with the right partner, it would be a lot simpler. You know what I mean? This conversation that, that she has with Christopher, it's not quite as hard to watch as the one where he beats her up Mm -hmm. um, a little down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, But, when he really flips out, <laughs> she says we could adopt. She goes sure. He says sure. Some kid with chinky eyes, maybe multisanti oh, get god. his ass kicked every day. Oh god. <laughs> what, dude? I mean, his words, not mine. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But right. Like, it's it's disturbing and sad. Yeah. And totally tragic but it's so funny. Yeah. You can't
0: help but laugh at that. I mean, Christopher's such an, just such an idiot on so many levels that you're just like, wow, (laughs) Michael
1: Imperioli like really sells it. Like they managed to get a little bit of humor in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't condone those, those words. And also, I mean, yeah, they should just adopt who, who gives a shit. Um, but it's, it's, it is hilarious in a really awful, terrible, sad way. (laughs) But just the way, just the delivery of that line is, is kind of incredible. It's
1: really good. I mean, come on.
0: Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, that should just be like the, the uh, you know, another red flag and a long line of red flags. But Adriana just doesn't pay attention to it. Um, nope at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, so she's, she's living in a fantasy world, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. not all too different than the world Christopher's living in, which he's just like stoned all the time. I mean, you could say that's, that's a fantasy world. On or its just own. the fantasy
1: world that he's not a horrifying person. Yeah. Or that, or that's right. going to die or go to jail. Right. Right, right. I uh, mean I think that this is all this whole this episode in many ways is about self-deception. I agree you know, totally. In the words of the immortal uh Martin Sheen, right? Who's not dead cuz he's immortal. Cuz he's al- is he alive? He's definitely alive. Martin Sheen? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mar- uh, no, yeah, Charlie Sheen's not dead either, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. Emilio, he's alive. He's alive. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, he's, he's the only one keeping the Estevas name alive, by the way. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, as Martin Sheen put it so well in The Departed, <laughs> we deal in deception, not self-deception. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But on The Sopranos, it's the opposite. It's though. the opposite. They right. deal in self-deception. This whole episode's about self-deception, where like mm-hmm. you know, even Zelman, he's like, he's he's telling himself I can handle this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. Can, I can run with the big dogs. I can fuck the boss's ex-girlfriend, yep. you know what I mean? I'm, I'm on the level. Yeah. And he finds out he is not. Yeah. I mean, they're all watching too much
0: TV in a way. They're kind of like imagining like themselves as TV characters and, and, you know, like Adriana Christopher have a happy marriage and, yeah. you know, Carmela's running away with Furio and this like exciting romance on the side and, and Zellman's a tough mob guy. And, and
1: no one's thinking about the way this stuff is going to end. I think mm-hmm. that that's the thing that they have in common with like, I mean, Tony is the only mafioso who said like, there's only two ways this ends, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But most of them are just like riding it until the wheels fall off basically.
0: Yeah, totally. And it's happening really slowly like again I I think this this season like fine if you found it boring the first time through and still find it boring that's totally cool like I get it it is slow but like Mm -hmm. the slow build is, is really kind of amazing to watch this time around like really paying attention. And, of, of Adriana's demise. Yeah. I mean, not even just her though, you know, like, you know, think about like the Tony Zellman storyline in this episode. Like he goes, beats up Zellman in front of Irina. I'm assuming mm-hmm. they break up pretty soon after that. Irina now suddenly has these ideas that maybe Tony still loves her, gets drunk a couple episodes down the line, calls Carmela, you know, and
1: we have sadness in common
0: Yeah, (laughs) blows up their marriage. And then, I mean, we'll get to like the fingernail detail on that episode, which we'll get to, I guess we should wait, but like, it's just little things like that. And it's all happening really, really slowly and subtly. And, uh, you know, I don't know. This is like, I think actually so far, this is like the best season or the best they've done at Like laying down a bunch of threads that you don't really even understand or pay attention to, but then like tie them together really neatly at the end. So,
1: yeah. And also I think that this episode, um, it, to, to that effect plays with pace a lot yeah in, yeah, yeah, in a really nice way. I mean, the show overall plays with pace, but we have all of these arcs like, you know, like David Chase was talking about at the vulture thingamajig. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was saying like, okay, like as time went on, it's like, you know, in, in the first season he was like, this is going to happen here. This is going to happen here. This is going to happen here. Mm-hmm. But as time goes on, they have these long game things. Mm-hmm. And I suppose knowing you're going to be around for, you know, to see another season helps with that. Um, but like you have these you have these long, longer arcs, uh, like Adriana and then you have, and, and, and also I guess Carmel and Furio. Mm-hmm. And then you have these really short ones like, uh, like, like this HUD scam, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and, and it's kind of fun how they, they'll ramp up the pace on something like that. Um, and just have it all inclusive in one episode. And yeah. then there are other things that are just like a little, there's like a, a kernel of it in the background hanging out. Right. And like you said, you know, the, they, they really, it really is a slow burn. But when the shit hits the fan, as far as Irene is concerned, it really like explodes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it f- boy, is it fun?
0: Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's shocking, but understandable and, and, and inevitable. And, um, you know, a lot of, a, I mean, a lot of their storylines were like that, but that one in particular, and then they just, yeah, I mean, th- you're right. They did a great job with pacing. Cause even like I'm thinking ahead to, to like Ralphie's death in a couple episodes like that, you know, Wait, he's not dead. No, not yet. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: that
0: was not a zombie Ralphie walking around in this <laughs> in this episode.
1: Martin Sheen's dead.
0: <laughs> no, sorry, go ahead. Um, 2016. Oh boy, what a year. Uh, but you know, like it's 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 like completely out of nowhere. Like I think they were just like really playing with that. Like how much can can we get away with? they just having a bunch of things kind of simmering in the background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then occasionally just kind of blowing up, and then. You know, it feels like it's super surprising, but you can look back and be like, oh, no, this led to this, which led to that, which led to this. And then now we're here, yeah. you know?
1: Well, it makes it all more believable as an audience member, even like, you know, the first time I watched the series. Yeah. Like, you know, when when the when stuff blows up with with Carmela or when stuff blows up with Ralphie or when stuff blows up with Adriana, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> things,
0: pull up, the yeah, things blow up. Yeah.
1: The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. You don't like see it coming, mm-hmm. but it's, it feels believable and you're not really sure why. And it's because of all these breadcrumbs that they laid, I think. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then if you're watching it with a more analytical eye and you kind of know what's going to happen, you you're able to take in more details. I mean, that's why that's one of the reasons why I love rewatching the show and why this podcast is a fun thing is because like the rewatchability of this show. And we're going to get into some of my theories mm. about uh, some things that are lurking below the surface mm-hmm. in some later episodes. Um, and I mean, I guess we've already talked about some of like, we talk about that kind of thing all the time where like what's happening off screen, it's like not written, but maybe intentional. Right. Um, like, you know, those things really do. It's like, it's like all this good bacteria that's in there that really helps it to be this very realistic, like universe that they have. Right. You know, it's not like Loss where it's a bloody snow globe, you know, right. <laughs> that would be a weird wrinkle. It's a bloody <laughs> snow globe. Uh,
0: yeah, no, it's, it's just super lifelike and, um, you know, cause you just never know what to pay attention to in real life. You know, yeah, I have s- that problem all the time. Yeah. And, and again,
1: this like, is like the polls that say quit the podcast. Right? <laughs> yeah, we just
0: never pay attention to that. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, uh, it, it is, it's post nine 11. I think this was just like a weird, there was like a vague sense of dread in the entire country that like, well, like who, right now yeah right now um but like you know but especially back then it was just kind of like well when is the other shoe gonna drop mm-hmm. you didn't really know like maybe it's maybe this, this is gonna be the maybe this new threat is the thing that's gonna take everyone down or maybe it's gonna be that or, or who knows and uh and then you and, know and then it's not and then once you think you know what it is yeah exactly and it's just kind of like really comes out of nowhere and 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 yeah life is just like that it's really just like it's it's a series of moments some of them are up some of them are down you know and then you wind up here half a wise guy with half a podcast uh but wow
1: that's it for me folks
0: yeah i really think that's like one of the major themes of the show is that like it's just life is a series of moments and sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad you just never know what the next one's really going to be you you know this is like
1: a commercial for chardonnay yeah
0: Very <laughs> <laughs> true. Drink Chardonnay. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we got uh, way off topic there, but yeah, Adriana and Chris. I mean, th- we are watching their slow burn. I mean, she's realizing how trapped she is. He's getting very deep into the drugs, and uh, and this will really lead to. I mean, this will lead to his intervention, but in a lot of ways, lead to both of their eventual downfalls. And and then in a way, I guess Tony's yeah. downfall, I guess you could say. Well,
1: you're right. I mean, because the problems that are, that, that started to exist, I guess at the beginning of the series, you know, in terms of Chris's drug use and, yeah. and, and stuff like that, you know, that's the ultimate slow burn of the whole series. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, it's what eventually does take him down mm-hmm. no matter what he does. Yep. And this denial that a lot of these people have is like in many ways, the only way that they can, they can get by without just being miserable all the time. I'd imagine. Yeah. 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 Like Carmela thinking like there's something on the other side of the tunnel, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like whether it's like finally just feeling like a good person all Mm -hmm. the time and deserving of everything she has or (laughs) running away with like a ponytailed, muscly olive (laughs) farmer, you know, like which we all want to do, which we all want to do. None of it, none of it is actually going to happen, but Mm -hmm. she's, she fantasizes about it and she just assumes that that's in the works somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even in kind of fantasizes back but i think he's like the only person in this episode is like sort of honest with himself because at least he has the yeah. the wherewithal at the end to be like uh i'm not coming in actually I called you Carmela. It's, it's awkward now. Like, you know, that was a step too far. And let me back off a little bit for now.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think that, and also his sunglasses story was like completely yeah. like, come on, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I know. sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, but like Furio's is an interesting character though, because he's the only one in that crew in many ways who doesn't have, you know, who hasn't been watching too much television mm-hmm. because, you know, he came from the Italian mafia, which is clearly much Harder, Mm -hmm. not difficult, but it's like a harder, it's a harder, you know, rougher rougher crime crew. Yeah. A lot less sentimental, a lot less emotional. Yeah. They do what they got to do, that kind of thing. They're very violent. And he was sort of traded like, like a cattle, Mm -hmm. you know, and and so he isn't, he isn't in New Jersey with these like rosy sunglasses on mm, going that's like, a good point. going like, isn't this great? He knows exactly what he's there to do. He knows who he is. He knows where he is. Yeah. He knows what value he has. And, um, you know, even though he enjoys himself and he feels welcomed by the guys and stuff yeah. like that, he, you know, he, these aren't the guy, the mafia, the these aren't the uh the the mobsters that he grew up like idolizing. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. These are these are guys that he works for. And yeah. you know, it's like he put in a transfer at a corporation or something like that. He's <laughs> yeah. not at some mom and pop shop. Yeah. He got he got moved over and he's and he's doing well, but he you know, there's there's not this it's I don't know how to put it. I can't put my finger on it, but there's not this like he's not in a fantasy world, you know.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of like that scene in 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 Christopher when when they're all kind of uh you know talking up Christopher Columbus and he's just like fuck that guy like yeah you know he it just is like an outsider and and and, and definitely looks at the world a lot differently than they do completely. You know? He's this outsider mafioso just coming in and taking on the establishment maf- mafia guys you yeah, know exactly. <laughs> uh, Make but, the mafia great again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Look, yeah, Furio in that's yeah. all i have to say <laughs> for now at least he's a uh, you know he's he's putting the 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 kibosh or uh, on the uh, the Carmela thing but that will come that'll come up again um we still have some more furio to go this season oh yeah um so and more cousin brian for that matter more cousin brian yeah um, so speaking of cousin brian the one thing i want to say on aj is uh do, do you think you ever listened to tony on the buy land thing and do you think that he did it the night before the housing crash
1: of 2008 <laughs> because i feel like that's such an aj thing to do if this was still going maybe yeah yeah he goes around buying up like pretty expensive shit yeah in new jersey and then just is left with nothing that's that just seems like aj's fate his dad has to like sell it to hud and yeah. it's like
0: in west caldwell or something oh poor aj <laughs> Just Doesn't give a shit, doesn't care at all, like Meadow did at that church, you know. No, <laughs> just does not care. He sucks, yeah, and he's he's
1: not he's not too smart, no, not too smart at all. But uh, so uh, oh, one thing I wanted to say though, uh, related to Adriana, is that that baby shower scene was interesting because <clears throat> you know, who's kind of turned a corner, and we just get like a very subtle inflection of this mm. in the uh, in, in the episode is uh, is Janice. She's, mm. she's there. She buys the cappuccino machine or the, ca- the capresso as it were. <laughs> yeah. It's not cappuccino. It's no. capresso <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, and she says, I got it at Fortune offs if you want to exchange it. Right. She didn't steal it. No one stole that. How many of those women oh. can be like, I have the gift receipt for you if you want? Ooh, true. Interesting. I that that is such a great she has one line in this whole episode, and you see like she's she's come a long way. Not only did she like make it to the party without like <laughs> being super late, apparently, right. you know, yeah. she brought a gift, yeah. a good one at that. You I know? guess so, yeah, true. And she bought this Capresso legit, you know you Good for Janice. Good for Janice. Bobby's a great influence on Janice. so far. <laughs> is he I not? I think Bobby, I think that Bobby would probably be like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy the Capresso and say I stole it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so true. Yeah. Uh, yeah Janice is a, uh, I, I, she just, I think she just wants back in. She like, she got a taste of being a mob wife in season two and yeah. then uh, a little bit with, with Ralph. And I think that she just, she just wants a taste again. But she but just wants it seems to get back like, in with the girls.
1: I mean, she's going to, she's going to get back in, you know, mm-hmm. with, with Bobby and all that stuff. And she's going to go back into the bell jar you Mm -hmm. know, like come next season, basically. Yeah. uh, Right after she's married. (laughs) And, uh, but the thing is like, it's, this is like, I think the one moment in the entire series where Janice is healthy, you know, she's like Mm. on her own two feet. She has this crush on Bobby. They're doing their thing. Um, And, you know, maybe they're doing more than just their thing, Mm. each other's things. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But like, you know, that line said so much to me, you know, she's in a good place where she's like living like a proper civilian and she has this family around her and she's using it, you know, for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, but not like scamming everybody for once.
0: That's really funny. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but that's, that's a great point. So. Good, and then good she Janus. goes right back down the, the rabbit hole. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, but she's doing okay this time. Bye Janice. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I feel like that, uh, that about wraps up the show. We got a couple questions this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Let's
1: see. I still got half a beer, so fire away. We
0: have have some time. Uh, This is from at John Valkos. Alternate dimension. I
1: fucking hate that guy. First of all,
0: (laughs) alternate dimension. HBO green lit a feature. What season does it follow? What's the plot? How does it change the series? A
1: Sopranos feature. I assume. So let's
0: imagine like one of the, one of the seasons was actually a feature instead. Like, which do you think would make the best movie there?
1: I mean, it depends. Do you, do you want a good movie? Because well, I, th- I actually think this season, mm-hmm. very good movie season.
0: Yeah, it could be, you it know, could be. I mean, if, if we cut out a lot of that fat and just kind of get right to it, there's yeah, no, some good b- stuff Make there. it all
1: about Christopher Columbus is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> basically just tack on 30 minutes to the, to the uh, Christopher episode and that's a solid movie right there. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I guess the easy and probably the, the, the I probably season one, I guess, right? Yeah, I, mean, I was going
1: to say season one or six
0: B. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably one of those too. Season five would be cool too, though, if it were really about like, um, you know, Tony and 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 what's going on in his life, but also having like this nephew with a with a fiance who's who's ratting on him. I think that's kind of interesting.
1: That's really that that yeah. actually might be the the best of the bunch.
0: Yeah, but then even as I say that, like the the big pussy story would be a great great movie too. You know, like yeah,
1: but I mean, I feel like in an in all inclusive season like five, mm-hmm. four, six B. One in many ways, I think that those have a better movie type arc. I think that like, that's the beauty of the show. And if John Valkos like took some time to to think about (laughs) how, how, how this show changed television, sure, right, they'd realize that, you know, they kind of colored outside of the lines of the episode and the season, you know, as far as the way that those are, uh, uh, you know, as far as the constructs that were built into television,
0: right, right, right. Um, I have a similar question. Just here. kidding,
1: John's a cool guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, a, I just
1: I just hate him sometimes.
0: Right, I have a similar similar question from Mr. Jim O'Leary. Um, if The Sopranos was reimagined as a Saturday Saturday, Saturday morning cartoon called Tea and Pals. How does your favorite <laughs> How does your favorite episode play out in that version? <laughs> okay, you go first. Uh, oh shit! I forget which one I've said is my favorite episode now. Um, let's just say it's the uh, Adriana one. And uh, which Adriana one? Yeah, uh, you know the one. The With one. Long-term parking, I guess. Okay. Um, how does that play out? So she's like tattling to the principal that like the dudes in the in the playground are doing some shit, and then they. I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe what would be a good cartoon episode? Pine Barrens,
1: maybe. Pine Barrens would be great. Also, yeah. the episode where Pussy's looking for the teacher's satin. Yeah, that's true, too. That might be a good one. Yeah. All these guys would make great cartoon characters. I mean, they kind of already are, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Patsy pissing in Tony's pool. Yep. True. Very true. Man, it would be a good cartoon.
0: There could be a couple. It's not bad. Perhaps not bad.
1: perhaps they should do that.
0: Yeah, maybe. HBO. Um, here's a, here's a personal one. Uh, we actually got a couple of questions about us this week. Um, but this one is from absolutely at, not. Okay. I was gonna say at go, go Raj 22, go rock 22. Give us a day in the life of the no fucking ZD crew. Um, well, well we, we have hundreds of employees. Yeah, um, I thought you were gonna
1: say we've literally had hundreds of
0: days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we have hundreds of employees just kind of sitting here fixing our hair for us and like no. constantly adjusting the mic because I'm moving. We're moving around nonstop. Yeah, so they we, always, I like to walk around the room while I do while I pontificate. Yeah, and paces and just chain smokes and just <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and you know. we're just we always like type things on typewriters and crumple them up and just throw them across the room. <laughs> this, we're just is like, this is shit. This yeah. podcast is shit.
1: They're more ice cream. <laughs> I mean, typically, you, you know. When wake up around noon one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mose- I mean, that's early. Mose- yeah, that's, and this is on a day when we're actually shooting, right, you know? Right, right, right. So, uh, you know, watch the episode once or, you know, for the first time or for the last time, as right. it were. <laughs> uh, and, you uh, you know roll on over the studio oops forgot the keys got it got it got it
0: head back and sometimes we uh roll on audio even and then that yeah. screws up yeah yeah yeah
1: that's happened that's <laughs> yep. happened once or twice and you know so like roll over to the studio oops i forgot the keys and then there's the then there's the big question mm. do we just put it off for a week or not <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to do this again <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah uh you know. Yeah. Uh, then you know. Once we get into the studio, it's a matter of really buckling down and working, and exactly drinking a, a couple dozen beers, right? And then. Starting to kind of sneak up on the podcast, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean.
0: And we listen to old episodes just to just to get the voice, you know, just to remember yeah. what we sound like. And sometimes and the, we our we brand. talk
1: along with the old episodes, and yeah. then and yeah. then just turn it off and start rolling, you know. Yep
0: it's it's very frantic. I mean, we don't yeah we don't sound anything like we do actually on the finished product finished no. product. So yep. we actually have to just repeatedly say uh you know a lot of the same phrases over and over again. Yeah. Welcome to no fucking ZD. Welcome to no fucking you know it's yeah. it, it's 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 tedious. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's basically it. And then we deposit.
1: Really large checks in our bank accounts, yeah. And, really uh, large, just be super rich. And uh, and then well, we have to send we always have to send the audio out to the post house in Tokyo, right. yeah. Just touches everything up and makes mm-hmm. sure that it's perfect, exactly. It's very expensive, the uh, closed captioning and stuff like that, too. Oh, you yeah. have to add that completely, yeah, yeah, completely. And then, um, you know, eight weeks later, it gets up uploaded onto yep. uh, the NFZ servers where then it's up for review. Mm-hmm. From the the NFZ QA team, right? Who can take up to a week if they want to. They're an independent organization yep. that assures the quality of all NFZ podcasts.
0: Yeah, they'll send it back if like anything's wrong with it at all. Yeah. You know, if yeah. we're involved totally. or, or stuff like that. Like they often send it back and say, "Can you replace the host, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These hosts really suck." Yeah, <laughs> so we get that that critique all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're just joking. Yeah. So that's it. That's how the NFC factory works. And that's yeah. how we get episodes out. Yeah. Uh, T-
1: tonight we might, uh, grill order Chinese. I yeah. don't know. Ooh, Chinese sounds great. We might watch some X games. <laughs> We're going to watch
0: the XFL <laughs> yeah, exactly. with Rod. He hate me. Uh, smart. Um, all right. Last, last quick question. Just cause I love this guy's name. This is from Cosmo. The ass man.
1: <laughs> oh, or, that's a good. good Seinfeld reference. Right. That's, yep. that's that's see I we, when, when, some, when, uh, When, uh, that other guy, that other Twitter user, uh, asked about the Saturday morning cartoon, I could have Mm. answered that question really easily about Seinfeld Mm. and it would have been the, uh, the wink. Where George gets some grapefruit squirted in his eye, and he keeps winking at everyone by ah, accident, and okay. like saying things he doesn't mean. Anyway, oh wait, sorry, I, that's for the other podcast. I'm doing this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> sorry. Um, this is from Cosmo the
0: Ass Man. Whatever happened to the package that he gave to Kuzumano? What do you think happened to that package? <laughs> you notice we haven't seen much of Kuzumano. I think I think it's somewhere in their basement. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Every night he comes down and checks on it just in case. And, I like the love kids almost that. got into it one time, and you just freaked the fuck out. <laughs>
1: don't open it. <laughs> They're like, "What's wrong?" Dude, I thought that was that's one of my favorite bits of like the entire series. Oh, it's great. Yeah, that look that he that I guess it's the end of that episode as it fades to black. The look that 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 genie and and uh, and Kuz are given that box. (laughs) Oh, my God. Good stuff. I mean, I I assume he probably did he tell him, you know, like after a while. No, I don't think so. I I think Tony just let that one and not sand. Yeah, that just so good. that if he looks in it, he just finds all this porno <laughs> just think Tony's some weird freak. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Or it could be like really garden variety
0: porno. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I highly doubt he ever brought that up um all right so i think that wraps it up for this week we'll be back next week to talk about mergers and mergers and acquisitions um we're we're close to a really good episode i'm excited for two weeks from now for whoever did this that's a that's a good so just skip next week i'm kind of thinking we do that (laughs) uh yeah i'm kind of thinking we should do that but uh do do that
1: episode real quick here uh sure mergers and acquisitions murders and acquisitions yeah
0: (laughs) that's the title yeah uh, all right. So, as usual, follow us on Twitter at ZD. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on SoundCloud. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your parents. Uh, rate us on iTunes, review
1: us on iTunes. We're the perfect thing to diffuse a, defi- a divisive holiday family political argument. Yeah. 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 Just be Just like, hey, guys, have you seen, have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> Just play it at your Christmas dinner table. iTunes calls it borderline unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Look. <laughs> 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 Someone's gonna build a wall on that border. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> All righty. Anyway, so we
0: will we will be back next week for more season four. Uh, if you know, you're lucky, if you're lucky, and uh, you know, a nice host and say thanks for listening. But uh, no, not fuck us. yourself. Yeah. All right.